Hi everyone, this is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. Welcome to the summer reading plan. I'm so excited to wrap up chapter 11 with you all today and talk about some of the things I didn't get to talk about yesterday. So we're doing Romans 11 verses 14 through 36. Um, But you guys know that I already mentioned several of these verses yesterday. And so I do have a few things I want to share with you, but I don't expect for this episode to be very long at all. Um, So let's just review. Do you remember what the meta narrative is? A meta narrative is an overarching account of events and circumstances or stories that provide a pattern that explains all the little stories that it encompasses. And the meta narrative of the Bible is, do you know it? Creation, the fall, redemption, and restoration. In chapter 11, we see the same pattern for the Gentiles that we saw and talked about yesterday for the Jews. I told you a couple of days ago that every now and then we get a glimpse of ourselves in Scripture, and here we are. And by we, I mean the Gentiles. That's us that are listening, unless you're Jewish. (laughs) I don't know that anybody, I think everyone who listens here is a Gentile. Anyways, verse 15 tells us that the Jews' rejection of Jesus means that the reconciliation means the reconciliation of the world. And that's restoration. That's the part of the meta narrative, restoration. I told you yesterday that we would learn some really great and amazing things about God in this chapter. And um, that there would be scriptures that confirm what we've already learned about him. Well, that's in this section here. Verse 22 says, Note then the kindness and severity of God, severity towards those who have fallen, but God's kindness to you, provided you continue in his kindness. Our God is kind. That's what we learn about him. But he's also severe. And it's kind of our choice. I, I think about this all the time, and I've probably mentioned it on an episode before, that um, my sister tells the story of a friend of hers who was talking about something she had done, And she said, and it's okay because my God forgives, which kind of goes against everything that Romans teaches us. We don't sin so that grace may abound. But that's a really common belief in our world today, even among Christians, that our God is a God of love and our God is kind and our God is forgiving. And all of those things are 100% true, but he is also just, and this tells us he is severe And it's um, toward those who have fallen, those who have not repented. And um, it it makes me think of, or it confirms, I said it was going to do that, what we read in Romans chapter 2, verse 4, God's kindness is meant to lead us to repentance. And it confirms everything we've read about God's response to those who are unrepentant. Remember Pharaoh, anyone? He had so many opportunities to do the right thing, and he didn't. And it says that God hardened his heart, which the scripture just words it as God was severe towards him. Um, I'd say severe is a good word for it. So let's not get too far away from perspective. It's a tool that we always have to keep out on the desk when we're studying. 
One of the major purposes for Paul even writing this letter was that um, he he was writing it to the Romans because he wanted to address uh, address some ethnicity issues in the church between the Jews and the Gentiles or the Jews and the Greeks, I think is the way it was worded. So while it's nice to see ourselves and see how all of this applies to us today, uh, we want to make sure we're not missing the intent with which it was written. I said that yesterday, that when we study the Bible, we read, we interpret, and we apply it. And so today we kind of went about it backwards. We uh, did some application and now, but I want to look at the interpretation. Verses 11 through 24 give us this beautiful illustration of an olive tree. And I'm just going to talk about it and then I'm going to be done. I told you guys it was going to be short. Um, It talks about how the Gentiles are the wild olive branches that have been grafted in. We actually have a rose bush at the church. It's a knockout rose. Knockout roses are really popular in this area. And a knockout rose is actually um, a traditional rose bush. I don't know the right words for all this, but that it has been um, like bred with a wild rose bush. And so that's why it's a knockout because it has like double blooms. But we have a rose bush at church that's a knockout rose bush, but it has a wild rose growing out of it and it's like super long and we have to cut it all the time anyways sidebar um so he uses this illustration I like it because I think Paul sounds like a pastor here you can tell he's been in a lot of churches even if he hasn't been in the Roman one in verse 18 he says do not be arrogant Gentiles towards the branches the Jews if you are remember it's not you who support the root but the root that supports you Paul does as he did it in chapter two with the people who are self-righteous. He says, oh, if you think you're a sinner, be careful. You're going to fall in the ditch on the other side. Self-righteousness. He's laying it to him straight. But that doesn't take away from this beautiful picture of God's plan for restoration, not just for the Jews, not just for the Gentiles, but for all people. And that's good news for all of us.